I'm Jordan. And I'm Tim. And this is Failures, Flops, <laughs> and Fiascos. <laughs> Episode 5. Jordan, I'm going to start off by asking you, are you a car guy? I'm actually not a car guy. Okay. Yeah. I I respect people who are car guys. Okay. But I'm not a car guy. Okay. I, I, I've always viewed cars and vehicles as a means to get from point A to point B. Okay. I've never been a first sport car guy. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about a car tonight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, some consider it the worst car ever made. Ooh. Can you take any guesses? The worst car ever made? Oh, boy. I don't even know where to begin. I would say, wasn't there a car called the Geo at one point? Uh, I had a Geo. Was yeah. it bad? Actually, no. It was, it was, it was good? Yeah, it was, pretty, <laughs> it was pretty reliable. Okay. But uh, it rhymes with Geo. It's the Yugo. Yugo. Okay. Have you ever heard of the Yugo? Never heard of it. <laughs> right on. Well, Yugo is short for Yugoslavia. Oh, boy. As in made by Yugoslavia? As in made by okay. Yugoslavia. Uh, this car is so bad that the country doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> I don't think it's because of that. but Bankrupted the whole country. <laughs> so... Yugoslavia, it is Serbo-Croatian for land of the southern Slavs, today known as Croatia, Montenegro, Serbia, Slovenia, Bosnia, Herzegovina, and Macedonia. Okay. I mean, Serbia is cool because that's where Jokic is from. Yeah. Nikola Jokic. Yes, 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 yes. Anyway. Yugo, buy yourself some freedom with a Yugo. Sounds pretty promising, right? Absolutely. <laughs> well, before we jump to conclusions, let's meet a man named Malcolm Bricklin. That does not sound Yugoslavian in the least. <laughs> Bricklin was a 1980s entrepreneur who imported small cars into the American market. After a few failed attempts to bring the next small car to the American people, including the Subaru 360 Ladybug. Sounds promising. Interesting. The Panin and Farina Spider and the Bricklin SV1. Have you heard of any of those? I have. The only one I've ever remotely heard of is Subaru. Uh, I was going to say, I've heard of Subaru, but yeah. never the lady, Ladybug. He became desperate to bring something to the American market. After filing for bankruptcy and having three months to find his next profit, he ended up in Serbia. So I'm sure he's probably wanting to make a name for himself, maybe, okay. in, the, in the American market, as opposed to other places. Let, let's find out. Uh, so he's in Serbia, and that is where he and former Fiat executive, Tony Samirna, they eyed a Fiat knockoff called the Yugo. So, so the Yugoslavians are 
taken Fiat's, which is a fairly successful car, mm-hmm. uh, more or less in Europe, and the Yugoslavians are making it into a Yugo <laughs> <laughs> or the Yugo. Uh, was it flashy? No. Was it cheap? It was real cheap. Okay. <laughs> it was about two thousand dollars wholesale, so about almost six thousand. That would be six thousand now, wholesale. New, new. Wow. <laughs> After a tour of the rundown facility, they. <laughs> so this side note, the factory also. This is interesting. The factory also produced machine guns. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> card line over here. Yeah. Machine, machine gun guns line over here. Yeah. Okay. So Bricklin, he figured he could use the cheap Yugo at, to his advantage. And by August of 1985, he was selling the Yugo in America for $3,990. That's like, that's a really good... That's a good price. Yeah. Like, I can see why he'd make a lot of money off of that. Right? Yeah. Uh, in today's money, that's $12,161. That's still Imagine buying a new car for only $12,000 nowadays. That would be crazy. I, I feel like it would be really successful with how many new drivers there are. Right? Yeah. That makes sense. Um, Do you think the price maybe <laughs> reflects the quality? Absolutely. Yeah, we're going to get into that. I think you can't have... Does it have a steering wheel? It does have a steering wheel. We'll get into, we'll get into all that. <laughs> okay. uh, however, Bricklin would be enlisting the help of nearly 21 investors, uh, including his own family. He had, after all, had to pay for a $2.3 million, 4,500-acre ranch in Colorado. Ooh. Right? That's cool. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't know that. <laughs> so how do you think the Yugo did when it hit the market? I think it was probably tremendously successful at first. And then when people started to realize it's not really good quality, probably did a lot of returns. So yes. <laughs> It did way better than anyone expected. In one day, nearly 1,500 Yugos were purchased. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. It was considered the fastest-selling car ever in the U.S. from Europe. So you have a European car. <laughs> what year was this? 1985. 1985. Okay. Almost all of our fails have happened in the 80s. Right? Have you realized that? I am. I'm starting to realize that now, which is hilarious because I always consider the '80s like amazing the the time to yeah. be. <laughs> so in uh, they sold nearly 163,000 vehicles in three years. Wow, that's a lot, man. That's a lot more than I was expecting. <laughs> uh, in comparison, the 1986 Toyota Tricel cost about 5800 while a Honda Civic hatchback was about 5500 <laughs> hmm. Even a Chevy Chevette 
was we could do another episode on that one. Even a Chevy Chevette was just under six thousand, almost two grand more than the Yugo. So all these cars uh, costing more. Uh, so you can see the draw a much lower price point for sure. So that obviously sold more vehicles. Yep. However, after the initial purchase, drivers began to notice why it sold so cheaply. <laughs> Zero to 60 in 14 seconds. Whoa. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> and that's probably going downhill. <laughs> and a top speed of 86, maybe? Okay. Even though the speedometer actually read to 110. <laughs> high hopes. Wow. Also... Also to note is the 25 mile per gallon, unimpressive for a small car with a small engine. Yeah. 25. That's pretty bad. That is terrible. (laughs) Even for the 80s. So, so, okay. I feel like I will never go above 86. Like, I feel like I would never, normally speaking, I would never go above 80. Like if you're on a long stretch of nothing, yeah, highway, eighty seems fine to me. But when you go, like in the city, you'll never get above no eighty six miles per hour. No, um, I'm the same way. Like I am not a fast driver. Yeah, if I get up to that fast, it kind of it kind of surprises me. Even. Yeah, like like oh, I need I need to slow down. Yeah, even there are some places like Utah. Where their top speed is 80. And I'm like, that just doesn't. That's not right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the 25 miles per gallon uh, small engine, not good. That's terrible. Yeah. Like your <laughs> weed whacker gets more than that. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't. Uh, with the le- so the car's length was 139 inches. It could fit in this room. Okay. Pretty small car. <laughs> yeah. A width of 60 inches. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's a little car. Yeah. And li- listing carpet, quote unquote, carpet as one of the interior features. It was honestly just horrible to look at inside and out. The transmission was trash. <laughs> the spark plugs were problematic. And it was subject to rust. A lot of rust. Wow. The good thing is that you don't have to worry about faulty airbags, <laughs> power steering, warning lights, or broken electronic seat controls. Because these things didn't even exist in a Yugo. No airbags? <laughs> no airbags. So uh, you reckon you're just being buried in the, it? Uh, the seat belts, you know how most seat belts are like wrenched in with heavy duty bolts yeah. and like each one separate. Yeah. Both seat belts had one bolt and the the seat belts came out to the sides so you could buckle in. Okay. One bolt. Nice. So, so they wanted you to die if you got in a wreck. Uh, I, and you're not yeah, hitting an right. airbag. Right. Well, so what are you hitting? You're hitting the plastic. <laughs> um, <laughs> the plastic dash. <laughs> and it wasn't soft plastic. It was like. It was hard. So you didn't have to worry about any of those. So, I mean, take some of the price away for, for that. 
And the Yugo was also not compatible with <laughs> not compatible with American unleaded fuel. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's just it's hilarious. But 160,000 of them sold. Uh crash tests, well, what do you think? <laughs> How do you think they went? Uh what I'm imagining is a crash happening and then a person like the seatbelt just unbolts and then your face goes directly into the the steering wheel, lose all your teeth, and then you get ejected out the front. And then it burns with whatever kerosene it was probably burning. <laughs> butane. Yeah. You get know. soaked yeah. in butane or kerosene or something as you're leaving the vehicle. You have to light it yourself <laughs> before you leave. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So... It didn't. It didn't go good. It was bad. And the cherry on top. Well, oh, there's more. Nice. <laughs> at thirty thirty thousand miles, which what is that? That's like what two years? Two years of driving. Yeah. Uh, the timing belt needed to be serviced, basically <laughs> preventing the pistons from ramming into the valves. So if you didn't do it, they just <laughs> the pistons just fly out of the car. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> so I've wow. seen pictures of uh, pictures, videos of of the inside of Yugos. They just have like wires hanging from like behind the, the air vents. Oh jeez, you don't even know how the air gets in it. It had air conditioning. Wow, fancy. Yeah. Okay. Um. So but like cool basically, you... it was just like just throw it in there. It'll be fine. No one will ever ask. Dealerships even tried two for <laughs> dealerships even tried two for one deals and gave away some for free. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, I feel like that happened with another car recently. Two for to... one? Yeah. Starting at over thirty one thousand Yugos manufactured in nineteen eighty eight, it dropped to just over 6,300 by 1990. So these these kept on going for a while, man. They didn't have like a, a Yugo model 1990 year or something. I don't like, think they ever like changed. It's just the same car. <laughs> Gotta keep the numbers down. Yeah. Gotta keep it cheap. So unfortunately, in later years, the Yugo faced much declined sales and a recall due to emission standards. And eventually bankruptcy in 1992. <laughs> so he failed. Yeah. <laughs> Again, a fail of the 80s. Like, hey, we didn't have emissions. Let's just, you know, we'll burn whatever. Gosh. What did it burn? Do we know? Uh, my guess is probably... Leaded fuel? Yeah. Oof. Um, or diesel, maybe? Okay. All in all, the Yugo is regarded as one of the worst vehicles in existence, becoming a punchline for comedians. This year, a uh, a 1988 GV with 65,000 miles sold for $8,100. <laughs> one of those just collector items. Yeah. yeah. In New York, Kevin O'Callaghan, an art teacher, bought th- 
He bought 39 Yugos for his students at the School of Visual Arts to turn into sculptures. <laughs> the, uh, the highest he paid was $80. Nice. O'Callaghan comments, quote, One guy drove it to my house. I asked him what he wanted for it, and he said, I don't want anything for this piece of crap. I just want to ride home and not in that car. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. <laughs> Honestly, just go outside and take a look at your car. Drink it all in. Be grateful because you could be going to work tomorrow in a Yugo. Wow. I feel like I work close enough that a Yugo would only make sense if you work less than two miles away. Yeah. Like you, you put yourself in serious and you can never go above like 15 miles no, per hour. Yeah. Because you're in serious risk. <laughs> yeah. Danger of fatality. Yep. I can't believe that was legal. Right. Selling a car without airbags. Well, I don't think airbags became a, a standard until uh, early 90s. Really? Yeah. So what? Everybody just died when they were in a car accident? Just lost their face. You just better hope you have your seatbelt strapped or you're going to fly through the window. Yeah. So you could just have, you know, your kids flying through your front seat and killing you. But I feel like alive. cars were a little more like sturdy, beefy. So I don't huh. know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think I'd risk it in a Yugo. No. <laughs> can can you think of any other cars that you might think live up to this oh man terribleness no like i i laugh at those little i think for some reason i'm thinking suzuki makes them they're the tiny little like smart car oh things. yeah and it's like just enough for two people yeah one person comfortably yeah and i look at those like uh, I don't know about that because it's so small. Yeah. If you got in an accident, like you're pretty much toast. Yep. But I don't know what, I've never looked into the specs of them or anything. So I don't know. I'm thinking, you mentioned the Geo. Yeah. We had a Geo Prism. <laughs> and it was more or less a Toyota Corolla. Uh-huh. And it, it was a, it was a pretty good car besides trying to get up the mountains. Oof, yeah. That was terrifying. We went on a trip one time to Glenwood and we we're driving home and we we're going up Vale, uh Vale Pass, coming coming back to Denver. <clears throat> and if you don't have the speed to like get up and start going up Vale, you're really kind of screwed. And I'm in this car and I'm trying to get to six to 60 miles an hour. Wow. And I'm like in between two like big rigs and people are flying by me and I'm like white knuckling it the entire time. And next to me, Shri is just sleeping, not a care in the world. And it was, it was great. We get down, we get to the top and I'm able to coast down into a uh, copper mountain. And we we needed gas, and I'm just like, like shaking. I'm like freaking out. And she's like, "Oh, is everything all right?" <laughs> I'm like, "It is now that like we're, we're not, not dying anymore." 
So that's my. <laughs> it was a good car besides the power. No power. Yeah. Uh, so questions. Why do you think Bricklin's investment failed? Oh, what's? I think it was not necessarily the product idea. I think it was the quality of the product. Okay. The fact that I, I mean, it sold really well at first. Yeah. Because it was so cheap. But if you made it cheap and well put together, I think it would have been great. Yeah. But because there were so many issues I, and and the lack of good, like you could only get 25 miles out of a gallon. Yeah. Like that's unacceptable. Yeah. Um, I think maybe too, if, if maybe the investment wasn't so bad, but I think he might have. Maybe he should have invested more into the factory, like a quality production. Yeah, and and maybe even then the the parts. I mean, the cheapness if it's put together well too, maybe could have affected. I don't know. Yeah, don't build it in the same rundown factory as a machine gun yeah. factory. Right. In a way, you kind of wonder if they weren't more focused on that, considering too that it was. A communist country. Oh, yeah. Uh, what are the keys to a successful investment? How do you think he could have? How do you think he could have made it better? I think he already kind of mentioned it, but how could he have made it better? I think you would have been better off just leaving the Yugo alone, <laughs> finding another car to invest in that was slightly more expensive, but well better put together i feel like there's a like between i don't know what the prices of cars were at that time but imagine your average like good beginner car was five thousand dollars yeah but then the yugo comes in at two thousand dollars well you're gonna get a lot of quality for like an additional fifteen hundred bucks right so yeah put some more money into it or something I feel like the amount of money that you're going to put into like fixing it, you might as well, like you said, just have put the extra two thousand dollars into mm-hmm. something a little more reliable. If you had the money, would you ever choose to invest in vehicles? Absolutely not. No. Nope. They lose value so fast. I and I'm just not a car guy, so I don't. I don't care about classic cars or any of that. I don't know. I might want to get a DeLorean one day. Like that would be kind of cool. Amen. You know, those are terrible cars too. Oh, are they? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. We could have done it. Yeah. We should have done another two-parter. But they were built after the movie, right? No. Oh, really? No, they actually, um, they were already made and they wanted to use it because it looked more like futuristic oh okay but the movie back to the future made them more popular that two like two people i would love to have a delorean (laughs) uh i would personally i would if i had money i would invest in cars man i i do like i don't know anything about fixing cars like mechanics of them. Mm-hmm. I know you put the key in them and they run. <laughs> but I I really like like 
sports cars and muscle cars. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I love them. What, My, do you have a favorite car? Uh, I do. My favorite car, if I could ever have it, is a 1970 GTO. Okay. My first car was a 1969 Chevy pickup. Oh. If I could have that back, I'd be happy for the rest of my life. Really? <laughs> yeah. Nice. What did why did or what did you like about it? It just looked tough. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was pretty fast for a truck. Yeah. I guess probably cuz it was my first car. Yeah. Yeah. What was your first car? A Lincoln LS. Wow. It was Seven years old when we got it. Yeah. It had like 200,000 miles on it. It was part of a fleet. And wow. it was it was a nice car. Yeah. It was it was sporty and luxury, but it was older and used. And so it had a lot of problems. I will never get a luxury car because of all the issues that we had. It had really cool features for the time. Like it had heated seats, cooled seats. It had uh, oh wow uh, this moonroof, and it was a V8, and it it Jeez. had a lot of pickup and go. Uh, it had all kinds of cool features, like heated windshield, uh, like something unique with oh, it had the fob where you could push it and hold it down, and all the windows would roll down and air out the car and Sweet. all that stuff. But it had a lot of issues. I think because of all the issues it had, it just really put a bad taste in my mouth with cars. Yeah. Because it was so expensive to repair and had to be in the shop all the time. So I just, I don't know if that was part of it, but I've never really liked cars since then. Like, give me the bare bottom, like the cheapest RAV4 or something. Yeah. And I'm happy. I'm a happy guy. That's all you, I need. You just needed to get you from here to there. Yep. Something reliable, something cheap. I'm happy. I remember driving with my friend in his truck when we'd go out and just hang out. He would drive blocks, several city blocks to try and save like two cents in gas. <laughs> and back then it was only like a dollar, dollar seven. And he was trying to get like a dollar five. And I'm like, dude, just get gas. Like, like fill up? Yeah. I think it'll be all right. But like now, it's just so sad to think of like inflation. Oh, but, yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. If someone had a brand new, or not brand new, but like pristine mint condition Yugo, and they were selling it for 500, 500 bucks, would you be tempted? I don't think so. <laughs> no. <laughs> I would rather spend that on like a nice bike or something. Okay. Like yeah. I, yeah. I don't need another car. So, <laughs> so I'm, I, yeah, no, I'm out. I, plus with all the lack of safety. Yeah. Yeah. Would you? Uh, I, would, I would definitely be tempted. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Just to have it. Yep. I, I like the whole nostalgia. Like I like people going, oh, hey, what's that? It's... Well, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you guys ever watch uh, comedians in cars getting coffee? I've seen a few episodes. Yeah. yeah. There's been a few cars on that where I'm like, I don't, I wouldn't ride in that because I don't, I don't, I can't think of the specific ones, but like they look so dangerous, but they're so upscale that it makes uh-huh. it 
okay, I guess. I don't know. Okay. So, yeah, safety is a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. So would you consider that a fail, flop, or a fiasco? I would say it's a fail. Mm -hmm. I'd say it's a fail that almost turned into a fiasco. How would you say it's a fiasco? Because of how many things had, how many Yugos had to be returned. Oh, (laughs) yes. Yes. Because of how poorly built they were. Nice. Yep, definitely. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, there hmm. you go. Well, that was a fun one. That was fun, huh? Yeah, I learned a lot. You go. Thank you guys for listening to another episode. Please follow us on Twitter at FX3Podcast. Our Instagram is at F3Pod underscore cast. And Facebook is Failures, Flops, and Fiascos. Please feel free to submit your fail of the week to fx3podcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, guys, and we'll see you next time.